0: Welcome to episode 88 of Jen and <laughs> Millie, um, which is actually episode number one in my head because it's a new adventure, um, but it's episode 88 of Jen and Millie, where a Gen Xer and a millennial share the strength-based perspective through which they view the world. We are your hosts, Allison and Tess, and we are in a car, headed, <laughs> headed to the airport, <laughs> literally. Um, Tess had her last day, um, Tuesday? Tuesday? Yesterday. What's today? Wednesday? Today's Wednesday. Oh my gosh, I'm so good. I'm so good with week math right now. I'm so good with days of of the week. I'm proud of me too. So we are headed, I picked up Tess in Sydney, Nebraska, and we are headed to the Denver airport, and we are truly celebrating an end and a beginning, the both and, of, for me, sad that you are leaving, but excited for your adventure. Sad that Jen and Millie of before has come to an end, but the new Jen and Millie is going to continue. There's like so many levels of the both and, yeah. but the fact that we're recording this in the car, windshield time
1: yep. <laughs> is such a
0: tribute to our beginning. Yeah. It also is a tribute to our, there was a video that was taken of our live episode at conference and that to me was full circle because we started with video. Yep. We are now full circle again because we are
1: doing what we do best, which is having really meaningful conversations in windchill time. In windchill time. And I love it too, because you'll probably hear that a little bit in the background. You'll realize we're in a car, which hopefully feels like you're just riding along in the car with <laughs> us because I'm not good at sound editing the best quite yet. So <laughs> you're going to hear the sound. You're going to hear the car I in the thought background. you going to have microphones and have us all hooked up. No. I was like, yep. him. do I have a headset? No, nope. I'm like, is this good enough to record on a voice notes on my iPhone? We're doing yep, it. We're doing it. <laughs> so we had such a
0: great... Mm-hmm experience doing our yes. final quote-unquote episode at conference We had a great audience we had yeah. great questions from the audience. Yes. I first want to ask you is that what you expected? when I said, hey, I'm, I'm not gonna give you a heads up. Is that what yeah. you expected?
1: I think what was hard is, and I even, I listened back, and this was like the first episode I listened back from start to finish, ever, right? Of again, a technically, one yeah, first. yeah, here we go, Millie first, full circle. I actually listened to a full episode. And, um, and I think like in some ways, yes, it's what I expected, but I could tell, like I wanted to have, you know, my context likes to give full answers. And I wanted to give those full answers, but I also knew that there were lots of questions and we were short on time. Like we were literally going to be cut off at 45 minutes. And I think as someone who is always aware of time, who is worried about time, who is a time-based linear person, um, I think that was, I could tell it was stressful for me. So I could feel that I was rushing through some of my responses and, which is also why I don't listen back because I'm overly critical of myself. And I could see and I could hear my verbal pause is right. With a question mark, and the amount of times that I it said sure it, is. I was like, it's oh sure. my god welcome to what I have uh, known for a long time, I and now know. you're owning it. I mine know. is, um, mine I know, is, and uh, mine is right. Um, and so it's like teaching, like a check for understanding, like it's it the is. teacher in me, right? It is. Um, it's the professor test me, I guess. Um, and so I think I just, you know, when I was listening to it, I think that was the hard part was to like know that there were more questions and there were questions that kept coming in but I knew that we needed to wrap up and I knew I wanted to conclude I think it's always important I love making sure that we have action items at the end of every episode and so I wanted us to list some action items and so there were a few things that I just like I knew probably about halfway through the episode I could tell and I could remember when I was feeling rushed and I think so I'm going to ask you this. Yeah.
0: And then I have a, a second piece to this. But mm-hmm. what strengths do you think that was either honoring or bumping? The time frame? Do you no, mean what you the, just described? What I just, that I listened back? Um, the, the way you knew linear time, felt rushed, yeah. um, didn't get to all the questions. Yeah. Um, okay. I I don't want to call it
1: anxiousness, but there's... Yeah, it was. It was. I was very anxious because I wanted to get as many questions as we could, but I didn't want to just simply answer the questions, right? Like I wanted to give more information, right? right? So that's context... Input, learner, intellection, right? Like, those are a lot of my thinking themes that are up there. Um, my individualization wants to honor everybody's questions and make sure everyone has the chance to feel heard in their questions. My adaptability is what's hyper-aware of time frame. Yes. So it's a little bit of everything. Yep.
0: Yeah. So for me, what I really wanted to come of that was, one, for you to feel honored and seen and have people know that they they could gift their strengths to you yeah. um, by by sharing some things, but I really wanted to honor our audience. Yeah. That was so important to me. And I think so that's fun. a blue communication for yep. me that I knew that the people in that room,
1: yeah. Well, Are we, some some lifetime listeners. Yes. Like I, I mean like, yes. I just, I can picture where everyone was sitting in that room. Yes. And some were in there the second, the doors opened, yeah. you know, yep. front row seat. And like, we hadn't even pulled that pub table in there yet. And, and they were I in there. don't <laughs>
0: think we give, we can't yeah. because we're not live with them. No, The fact that they were willing and I knew there would be that desire for audience participation so I think my connectedness with communication Mm -hmm. with strategic thought how do I honor both and how do I honor Tess and this audience that I know means so much to you but also I wanted them to feel like they were contributing to the to your departure they were contributing Mm -hmm. their own I love that Um, well wishes but also like here are my strengths that you can lean in on here are pieces of advice and I will still encourage that I think this next episode would be a great action item is what advice do you have for Tess as she moves to a brand new city and space and yeah and it leads really well to the question that we had come up that we didn't
1: get the chance to get to in our, yeah. in our live session. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so um, this was a question that came from a, someone that was tuning in virtually. And, and I just recommend that if anyone was there live or virtually or just anyone that wasn't at conference and didn't participate in the live session, but maybe you caught it or are listening to this, um, this episode now, if you have any questions for us, we love that. We love to get participation from people that are listening. We know people are listening. And so feel free to send that to us. I'll make sure I give my personal email at the end um, and that um, and I'll make sure that my personal email is attached to the show notes for this episode because normally I have my teammates email attached. But um, but feel free to send us um, questions. We, we love to answer questions. You with your high input, me with my high learner. We love to answer questions. I wonder how um, many times I'm going to send
0: an email to your team. <laughs>
1: Well, sorry, Tori in advance if she's listening because she's getting them all now. So, Yeah, I just yeah, thought, of just that. thought about just that. There's just going to be a ton of times where I'll be, or Tori's going to be like, once again, or I try Allie. to, <laughs> I
0: try to teams message you or I try to call you. It bounces back. <laughs> I wonder how many times I'm yeah, going
1: to do that. Yeah. Um, sounds about right. But yeah, no, so you'll be fine. I think you'll be, it'll be good, but it, it is going to be really hard. It's going to yeah. be really hard. Uh, yeah.
0: I mentioned to Tess earlier in the green room, which is the car, um, that Gallup has a question on their Q12 engagement measurement about uh, I have a best friend at work. And we always get a lot of questions about that question. People are like, what does that mean and what does that really measure? And this is the second time in my career where I've truly felt the awareness of losing my best friend at work. Um, first with Gigi's departure and now with yours. Both situations where I'm happy for you. Where it ended gracefully and well and you contributed these massive amounts of things and, and ripple effects to the organization. But I'm starting to understand why Gallup asked that question because this is going to be for me a a sense of grief and not just because like this is my friend at work who I do a podcast with and also who strength spots me all the time but it's also the broader what we have built and how do I carry that now forward honoring the legacy that you have have left some of those things are not within my control some of them I will fight to the death for but it's helping me understand, and I don't think that's why Gallup necessarily asked that question. But it's helped me think about like my own, like my coaching clients, mm-hmm. like what maybe I should be asking that question to them. Yeah. Do you have a best friend at work? Have you lost a best friend at work? What does it feel like during COVID? What does it feel like, um, you know, work from home when you when those dynamics shift and change? So one of the questions that came up the day that I was sitting in line with. Five remarkable human beings um, in line for Bogey's music or Re- Bogey's record <laughs> store to open. One of the questions we asked is, What happens when a band member leaves the band? Mm. Is it really Oof. the same band anymore? Oof. And there was so much debate about it because, you know, I opened my mouth about, you know, there's one Van Halen and I, yep. you know, I will arm wrestle anybody who wants to tell me otherwise, but there is <laughs> one Van Halen and that's David Lee Roth. So Sammy Hagar Van Halen is. You know, not, not the same,
1: Yeah.
0: it's Van Hagar. And so I, I think now I'm losing a band member. How does the band continue on and, or does it, or is it a different band? Like when we talked about this with the podcast, I was like, do we want to change the name? Do yeah. we need to change, you know, what do we need to do that? that keeps it the legacy that we've created because we want yeah. to continue yeah. but what do we need to do differently to start anew so I feel like we're starting a new band
1: we are a little bit but we have the same band members we in do in some way <laughs> in this context it's yeah. the exact same band members like yeah, my relator can't you're s- not we're not there's no new friends I'm around s- here but but I'm, I'm still in the old band <laughs> I'm sorry so I got to figure out how to be um
0: how to go on with the old band without you. Mm-hmm. And that's harder uh, yeah. than I thought it would be. Yeah. So let's it's hard. Go. It's
1: let's... hard to be a departing band member, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. For a band that you've loved and you've given so much to and you've invested in so much, it's hard. It's like leaving a family, right? Yeah. You've toured together, you've gone through ups and downs together you've had successes together you've had not so successful ventures together right all of it right. right as you call learning opportunities I was like in the music industry I think you can call them failures you can call, that, um, you the can call them failures not, the, record the record did record not sell, did not sell. Right. um yeah we've gone through it all together so it's hard to also be a departing band member striking out solo you know John Lennon's independent <laughs> albums were not quite the same as when he was at the Beatles some good music but nobody quite, you know, Paul McCartney in the wigs, I don't know about oh. that. Yeah, oof. Yeah. yeah, see, nobody quite struck out independently yeah, after. like I
0: feel like I'm, I'm what's-her-name when they give the the track and just to the sound of her voice. Uh, what was Paul McCartney's wife's name? you No, Paul Oh,
1: McCartney's. Paul McCartney, Linda. Linda.
0: Like, yeah. have you ever heard the pared down when she sings yeah. along yeah. with like <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I mean, uh-huh. it's so bad, it, yeah. and that's who I feel like right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> so...
1: Welcome to the new Jen and Millie Let's go back to the question Elaine. And that okay. question came yes. from Elaine The question came from Elaine in Bellevue And we love Elaine She said we're the only podcast we listen to Which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing You should oh expand your horizons Elaine Yeah maybe a little bit Elaine um, There's probably better sound quality somewhere <laughs> <else>. <laughs> <laughs> especially um, on this one. Yeah, especially on this one. So, um, you know, my teammates' email access was cut off, so I don't remember exactly the verbatim question, but of course Tori sent it to us. But it, it was something to the extent of, you know, how have, you know, have these conversations from the, the this podcast and the conversations we get to have all the time together as teammates and band members and friends, um, how have these conversations at all and how have they impacted the decisions that you are making? Your move to Colorado, Alley, my um, decision to to uh, get my PhD, to leave teammates, to move across the country—you um, know—how have these conversations impacted that?
0: Who's going first? You, of, of course, course. Um, <laughs> because you need time to think. I need about time it. to think. You got <laughs> a week. I know. I had all week with this question. Um, <laughs> so for sure, I mean, yes, yeah. for sure, yes. And I think I kind of spoke to this to some degree, but it wasn't the same question when I was asked the question from the. Um, lady from Hastings in the front row. I can't think of her name. When she asked what my favorite episode was, um, when you have helped me name the hard things, I have grown as a result. So I have a tendency to, when I feel inadequate, incompetent, Foolish, stupid, embarrassed. And um, I wrote about this recently. I'm very similar to my friend Kim's son, Paxton, who's four years old. The only time Pax cries is when he's embarrassed. And I'm very similar to that. And when I feel foolish or stupid or not competent, and when you help me to name learning opportunities or name those moments of I feel less than, it has helped me grow. Because what has happened is there's this space of It's not, um, I was thinking about how to say this. It's not like, come on, Allison, pick yourself up. It's more, are you going to be who you say you are? Mm. It's a hold to the voice. It's a hold to the practice. It's a hold to the, if you're going to teach this, preach this, say this, repeat it back and you listen to this podcast, Allison, if you're going to say this to others, then you have to do it for yourself. Yeah, And as so a result, good. I have felt empowered mm-hmm. to, to do more of that. Mm-hmm. So not just in the listening back, which I always did. And sometimes I would be going for long walks, listening back thinking, do you hear yourself, Allison? And
1: mm-hmm. do you,
0: and do you hear how Tess is so gently trying to <laughs> and let, not so gently sometimes, <laughs> sometimes not so gently and, and vice versa. Yeah. Oh yeah. How she's trying oh, to yeah. hold you to what you're saying.
1: Yeah.
0: It's um, accountability. And so it's empowered me to do more of that. Um, Today, the word pull was kind of the word that came to me. Um, And when asked, you know, what's a word that describes where I'm at right now, I'm feeling a pull. I Mm. felt a very strong pull to stand in integrity. To say, okay this is what I practice or what I preach that I practice. I got to start walking it. Yeah. So I would say, yes, it for sure contributed to, to that. It yeah. also contributed to my confidence mm-hmm. and I had to be really confident in myself to make this giant decision yeah. um, to move. Absolutely. So it's a resounding yes for me. Did these yeah. conversations influence my decision making small and large? Yes,
1: for sure. Absolutely. I love that. You said one of my favorite words, empowerment. It's part of my personal mission statement. So I love that. I love that these conversations have led to that um, for you. I mean, it's a resounding yes for me too, if we didn't know that already. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's, I think, um, you know, my, long time ago, one of the first times we ever talked about the concept of purpose, I remember sharing about a, message that my pastor, um, Micah Eldridge preached on and he preached on basically what we now have come to know as icky guy. Um, but except Sands the circle, that's like what you can get paid for. But basically it was like, what are you good at? Um, what are you naturally drawn to and what does the world need? Right. And it's like the fusion of those three is like what he terms are calling right in a church context. That's the word he uses. Right. Or your purpose. Right. Right. And he talks about the fact that like your purpose, it doesn't have to have like it, doesn't change in your context it doesn't change based on your career like of course there's all this alliteration because he's a great polemic right so there's like all of this you know it's very eloquently done which I'm not explaining well but it was basically like it it, all these like c words that it doesn't it's not contingent on that your calling is your calling no matter your context no matter your career you know no matter all of these things um like it's this thread throughout your whole life Mm -hmm. these same themes show up right and I think that these conversations have shown me more of the connectedness of that thread throughout my life, right? your connectedness, my connectedness, these conversations um, from the start of my journey with teammates to where we are today, to where I'm going, right? I see the thread of loving to learn and to teach and to grow and to ask hard questions and to seek the difficult answers. And that's all I wrote about in my, I had to write literal purpose statements for my PhD applications. And that's what I wrote about in them is, I am not contented with simple answers or simple questions right? Like it's all about what what are the hard things and what are the hard things in life that we go through and how do we make sense of those things? And that's always been what has fascinated me. And this has been yet another microcosm of that thread of purpose in my life. And it's just helped illuminate the fact that that's what it is for me. That's my calling and that's my purpose. And so it's helped almost like, I feel like the thread there were these segments of it, but it's like a joining of them and now it's like a light, right? Like the thread is bright now, right? I see it. I see the way it's shown up in my past and I see the way that it's in my present and the way it's moving towards my future now, especially on a day like today. And it's so,
0: t- to me, the other aspect of that is the audience.
1: Mm, absolutely. So when,
0: when that question came from Elaine about, you know, has this prompted or has this led to or influenced your decisions? It's not just you and me. No, like absolutely not. the fact not. that anybody listens to this is still an absolute <laughs> wonder to me. <laughs> but what we hear back is, "Hey, I took that question and I asked it yeah. of you know my coworker, or yeah. my my partner, or my kids, or um, you know somebody in the checkout line, or." This is how I reflected back on that episode. Yeah. So I think what we saw is not only the ways that we were holding that sort of very sacred space for difficult conversations, for meaningful conversations, for in-depth conversations, but we were seeing how they were far-reaching. Yeah. And when someone says to me, you know, I feel like I'm just talking with the two of you, what it's, what I heard was not, I'm listening to you to talk, Yeah, I'm participating. Yeah, And that's, I know for me, and I, I believe this for you, that is just part of my purpose and part of my yeah. why I want to, I only, the only thing that I could ever wish for to accomplish in my life is that I help people to feel more seen and heard. Yeah. And if that means that they're sitting and listening to this and feel like they're riding along with us in the backseat, mm-hmm. I mean, why would I, why would I do anything else? Yeah, That's just who I am. But it also has helped me to, to think about my impact and to think about the power of my voice. Yeah. Um, I was, where was I when I had this conversation where someone told me that my voice sounded like a, now I don't even have to. I don't have to filter anything anymore. We can do this any way we want to. I, they said, where was I? This happened recently. And they said, oh, you have this like sultry, sexy actress voice. And I said, what? They said, oh yeah, it's like deep. And like, I could listen to you all day. And I said, oh wow. Like I had never really even thought about that. Yeah. And then I started thinking about that and how I've always hated how deep my voice is. Hmm. Like I always wanted my. It's it sounded too masculine to me, and oh, now I'm like, you know what? So just even the and you know I'm so sound sensitive. Even the the frequency, the tone, the the energy of my voice. Yeah. I'm starting to own. Yes. And I think that. I think that this space between you and I, yeah. we did, we just like pushed yeah. one another yeah. to own our voices yes. and the power of our voices yeah. and the influence of our voices, but also to think about the voices that are not yeah. heard and yeah. how can we lift them and how can yeah. we em- empower and encourage. And I'm, I'm really proud of the 87 episodes before. Yeah, um, Not all of them no. were moments of yeah. shining <laughs> um, mm-hmm. examples of, positivity but when I answered the question my favorite episode was one of the hardest yeah it was in using my voice to name this is where I am right now yeah and it was like you just you were sitting there across from me yeah. like okay we're going like are gonna do it you're this you is this it. is the
1: day this is the day and I remember that episode and it was so Very clearly
0: hard yeah it was so you hard. You can say it, you know.
1: Oh, I know, but I feel <laughs> I like I'm going to have to edit
0: myself. Anyway. Um, it was really hard. Yeah. And I wanted to. hmm I I wanted to hide from it.
1: Yeah. And I you know.
0: you just you let me for so long, and then you were like, "Okay, Allison, I'm right here." Yeah. And our audience is right here. Yeah. And you can use your voice yeah. to say something
1: that's difficult yeah. to say. And I don't... I'm glad that every single one of the 87 episodes prior to this is not a shining example of positivity. Because what it is, is it's a shining representative of authenticity. Yep. And that's what I love about this space. And that came out when our live episode when we talked. I mean, that was all that we talked about, is our greatest joys, yes, are giving voice to people who need voice, allowing people to participate in these conversations with us. But more than that, I'm like, I feel like we're just... Practicing, trying to live life as authentically as we can and this space I think has been a space of empowerment to allow us to do that because you're right we've kept each other accountable to the times where we feel like we aren't each other is not doing that right which we don't always know right sometimes I don't even know when I'm not living as authentically as I ought to but you see that in me too right like I, and I see that in you, right? I loved the episode when you
0: absolutely owned your your theme bias yeah. towards consistency. consistency. Yeah,
1: And that's the one I named. I was like, I did not even realize that I had that. And that's the point of some of these conversations. Absolutely. Some like, things I don't even know. Right. It's the question
0: being asked. And it's yeah. creating the conversation that can feel safe but also be hard. Um, yeah. You know, when Denise and the audience said, you know, <laughs> you feel like this represents your younger self. I had never, I have not thought about me singing with (laughs) With my, with the, the I'm still waiting
1: for pictures. Well, I guess there is a legit video,
0: but, um, you're (laughs) singing your grand old flag, holding the microphone, just belting it out. How completely in my, in my element I was. And then here I was holding the microphone, explaining that thinking, it's almost like an infinity circle yep. of me returning to my younger self. And yeah. when I do, I yeah. feel so authentic. And my move to Colorado has, mm-hmm. for me, been a return to that younger me. Yeah. I believe, I mean, we don't know this yet, but I, I don't know where futuristic is for me. I think it's pretty high. You, you're going to Howard is going to be a return to your younger self in yeah. so many ways. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. <laughs> in, in
0: that authentic self, like I see you, like backpack on, you know, just <laughs> heading to the library. And I mean, I just see this. I have this picture in my mind of you in absolute contentment because you are in alignment yeah. with your authentic self, um, which often we see is is really represented in our younger self. Yeah but also in your strengths. Absolutely. Like you'll be
1: walking in, living in, breathing in your strengths. And yeah, and that was like, when you talk about the full infinity, s- infinity <laughs> right? I was gonna call it like a an eight, you know, something like that. Um, yeah. the, the full infinity circle, cycle of your strengths, of singing your grand old flag with your bonnet, and now holding a microphone explaining that, That was full circle when someone asked, when that same question, when Denise was asking about that and I shared about my Aunt Lynn. Yes. And I was thinking about how she's coming to visit me in October. Did you listen to, okay, so you listened back. I listened
0: back. All right. Do you hear the pure, sheer joy in your (laughs) voice when you are talking about the revolution? Yeah, yep. (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) I mean, so I I will really encourage you to watch the video because the video is fantastic, but you can see me just watching you (laughs) and thinking... It's like she's talking about a concert, but it, she's actually <laughs> talking, talking about the American revolution. And I, I mean, you could, you could tell that it's Physically. almost reining yeah. you in yep. to keep this story short. <laughs> I was know. like, it she was wants so- to talk
1: <laughs> about this so badly. I do. And I do. I want to reenact our reenaction of the Boston <laughs> Tea Party in that moment in that conference room. <laughs>
0: So it was, it's really, um, and I would encourage our listeners. I am going to share the video. I I told Tess, I have not been able to find my words yet to describe, to say, to say it's not goodbye, but to say, thank you. I haven't been able to find my words yet, but I'm working on it. And when I do, I'm going to share the video from our last uh, podcast. It is really lovely. Digital Moxie, they were amazing, but I felt like they were hearing and seeing. They were in it. They were laughing. They were enjoying it. Yeah. But I... uh, You can see so much in the (laughs) nonverbal between the two of us. The way that we
1: actually Yang yang, know where the other one's going. Um, you called me out on it once too. You were like, "They can all see you." I'm like, "I know," but this is part of the beauty of a live episode is they can see when I'm telling you very blatantly. Legit. You get to answer first. You, because so you did the pointy finger at I me. I know. When we went up to <laughs> went up to
0: the podium to announce uh, to celebrate the 201 grads, and first Tess like pointed, "Here's where you need to go, Allison." And I went to my because place and I stood me in my spot. You wanted right? specific
1: directions. You and then can't- feel me. She could
0: feel me from her peripheral vision. She could feel me moving towards the podium as if I was going to step in. And she did this thing with her hand like, please pause, Allison. It's not. Not yet. Not yet. And it's like, you know, you even know my nonverbals that I don't even know. Yeah. Like you just were watching the whole time. And then we had this lovely surprise um, yeah. mm. to see the video of us featured um, at conference during awards of, you know, mm-hmm. celebrating Jenna Millie, which I thought was lovely. Again, I yeah. just can't believe that anybody listens to it, but there were a lot of people, um, smiling yeah. in the audience. That's the one thing that I love about being behind the microphone is you get to see the, the reactions. Yeah. Um,
1: and I loved seeing the reactions yeah. while trying to hold mine in. Yeah, yeah definitely great question Elaine it's a resounding yes as usual yes as as usual a great question but also a good question for other people like I'm curious to know how have any of our action items or any of our conversations or episodes impacted something in your life Like, how have these conversations impacted you? Has it made you think about something differently? Think about the world differently? Think about yourselves differently? Hopefully it's a yes, but I'd love to hear an example of that, right? It helps us be encouraged, too, because, yeah, as Allie mentioned, it's not just about these conversations as beneficial and as life-giving as they are for us. It's also about how they impact the people that listen, too. I, um, I hope that people who are listening
0: who have taken the drive from Sydney to uh, DIA recognize <laughs> exactly where I am based on the sound of the roads. Yes. I mean, come on, Colorado, Jesus. you got a lot of tax Jesus. money for a lot of things that are happening out here. <laughs> you would think that you would improve upon your roads. Yep. Yep. And this drive always amazes me that way. I'm like, yeah. is this the loudest possible track yep. of road? It's, right. it's also the worst um, cell service so my kids know when I've reached this point um, because moms um, Mom off out of service yes okay. Okay. Well,
1: yeah.
0: I think that this is a great start to a new adventure yes. we would love to hear also your feedback on we're making uh, some shifty changes and shifty. shifty changes or ch- shifts. Ch- shifts I didn't and mean changes. shifty because it was like oh that yeah. we're not making shifty changes we are making shifts, shifts and, changes. and changes there you go okay. and those <laughs> changes will include a new kind of an the name, but a new sort of graphic and image. We're going to change music, which I'm still working on. Okay. So um, come on out. I, 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 I asked Sean okay. if he would just learn okay. just a few, few yeah. Bob Seeger chords. Um, so we may be without intro music until, until okay. it's go time. But I really am grateful that our listeners will continue with us. Yeah. I think they may notice a little more Brash,
1: maybe. Brash. Yeah. Uh, more unfiltered, maybe. More unfiltered. Although I don't know that I've been. Very, I've, I'm. I was gonna say I'm pretty unfiltered in life in general. Word of the year: integrity. <laughs> so I think that they will probably um,
0: note some changes, but also see some consistent. Still, less.
1: Yeah still us, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so, um, before we adieu on this episode, we're doing fine time. I do have one final gift for you. What are you doing? That I'll open because you're okay. driving. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> safety <laughs> <I'll>, first. Safety <laughs> first. Anyone who's
0: listening, I have both hands on the wheel.
1: <laughs> and a cup of coffee and one <laughs> So, I'm gonna open this for you. I'll, um, you are the best at this. I, yes. Yeah, so this one is the public gift for our episode. <gasps> <laughs> it's the cat towel. It's the cat
0: towel. Oh my gosh. So, it's the cat towel. Yes. You all, I don't know how to describe this, but there is a feeling of wraparound that I have right now. It used to be the way that we carried our t- our computer monitors. It was also our sound booth um and now now it's yours oh my goodness
1: and you can't throw it away <laughs> sorry thank you for making sure that you say that on this episode there's now no public accountability you know what I
0: I do have a fantastic hot tub and pool and I think it would be awesome <laughs> if I showed up <laughs> with that cat towel wrapped,
1: wrapped around, around. Your, oh that would be scary. Yeah, your poor I, neighbors it would be for a lot of oh things that is yes. beautiful and perfect <laughs> I didn't even think you still had it
0: of course I did. That of course is I did. a lovely, oh, um, I don't want to call it a
1: departure, but a lovely, I- until next time. Until gift. next time, gift. Yes. gift. Absolutely. Thank, you, Thank you, Of course. Of course. Um, so tell me action
0: items. I think asking people, as you mentioned, to think about the ways that they have, you know, considered for themselves um, what kinds of conversations we had. That maybe influenced yeah. um, any decisions that they made, or maybe even conversations that they had as a result of these conversations that yeah. led to bigger, broader decisions. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I would love to know if anything that our listeners would love to hear us talk about, because now it's yeah. pretty wide open, Yeah. Um, or changes they would suggest that we make.
1: Yeah. Just besides the the uh, the brand and the music, absolutely. And then I just add any any questions that came to mind for you as we um, gave an opening for questions um, d- during our live episode last episode and had a continuation of one of those questions this episode. Any questions that you want to ask of us um, for? Um, this Uh, road is bullshit I can say that now this road is bullshit it is a bullshit road that's all right they're literally in the car with us we did give that at the very beginning like just as a a little bit of a warning at the beginning of the episode you're literally in the car with us so we cannot control the sound here so anyway I hope people journey along with us still regardless but anyway so I love that um any of these conversations that impacted you any questions that you want us you have for us like an open Q&A any sort of questions um Yeah, and then any content, any content suggestions for the future. So I love it. I love it. All the above. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to episode 88 of Jen and Millie. If you enjoyed today's conversation, consider sharing this episode with a friend to respond to any of the action items or questions that we posed in this episode. Feel free to follow us on Instagram. That might be the easiest way to reach us at Jen and Millie, at G-E-N-N-A-N-D-M-I-L-L-I-E. Also just put my um, personal email in here too, as well as in the show notes because I'm the email of contact on our show, so um, it's just my first name, T-E-S-S dot starman, my last name, S-T-A-R-M-A-N at gmail.com. So thank you everybody for tuning in to episode 88 slash one. I don't know how we're going to name these, (laughs) week 88 slash week one. Hey, do you know Um, what? What? Eight, eight. That's infinity, infinity. Gal, your connectedness is on fire today. Oh, I just thought of that. (laughs) Yeah, it is 88. Look at us, both in our infinity circles. Wow, the serendipity of it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Which it's actually 89, 89th episode, right? Because our double part one, part two episode tests. I know. <laughs> I know. But technically speaking, it's it, sorry, didn't mean to ruin it. <laughs> it is numbered 88, yes. You're shattering uh, my Sorry. Moment. You know, that had to. Um anyway, thank you. It's been a pleasure. And until next time.